better to have it's better to have too much recorded than not enough, right? I don't know. Right? I don't, I, think, I don't know what I don't know. I think that's a rule. I think I heard that somewhere. Just do it. You never know. What you're gonna hear. There might be a uh, EVP on there or something. Welcome to the Path of Action. I'm here, as always, with my good friend Mike Brown. We have some awesome theme music. I don't know where you found it, but <laughs> I also don't know who... I feel disconnected from it in that I'm not sure who is the artist. Yeah. Is it on our credits? Or? It, it's in. Uh, it's saved. I don't know what offhand, but... Hmm. Anyway, welcome to the Path of Action. We haven't been here in a while. It's, it's good a, to see you again, my friend. It's been a minute. Yeah. yeah I just minute. got back from uh, Louisiana. I'm in the process of moving a dojo. Not mm. too bad because it's across the street and the corner. <laughs> that's true. That's a it's a short yeah. move at least. But that's a lot of stuff and like you're doing construction yeah. stuff today. It's crazy. We'll talk about it a little bit because it goes with the, uh, the theme. I want to talk a little bit about I thought. Uh, I tell the kids all the time. At the dojo, rule number one, don't freak out. And I feel like that's really good advice that a lot of Americans have a really hard time with. <laughs> I have some employees who have a really hard time with that. And it's like, dude, just <clears throat> yeah. breathe. It's okay. It's okay. Because in 150 years, we're all going to be dead. And it's not going to matter if you put the thing in the wrong place today or whatever. But... <laughs> Yeah, the construction I was I was telling you earlier, um, I almost broke my own rule because we were making a rig for uh, Shelly, Shelly Buttons. Uh, those of you who know her, who does the uh, New Jersey Renaissance Fair, also teaches aerial silks at my dojo. So I am building her a rig. And uh, it's It's big. And we had to get a uh, yeah. 16 foot beam, which is three 16 foot two by eights put together, <laughs> yeah. 15 feet in the air, and then attach legs to it and all this kind of stuff. And uh, it wasn't the most OSHA approved construction operation of all time. So I definitely was was having on the verge of uh, freaking out. Realized I'm not a big heights fan. Yeah. Well, yeah. everyone has the line. Or, or has that thing that gets them. You know, like me, driving is my thing. Like, someone cuts me off and almost drives into the side of my car. Mm. I, I'll lose my stuff, like, real yeah. quick. I'll lose it real quick. Yeah. That was the thing uh, Guru Dan Asato told us is uh, Bruce Lee used to get in a lot of fights around L.A. and stuff because he was just a horrible driver. 
<laughs> and had really bad road rage. So he'd, you know, start, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you wow. know, getting back and forth with people. And then you get out of the car, and the next thing you know, you're fighting with Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. So what's new with you, my friend? Well, yeah, this new is house. pretty cool. New house, new new studio new, is looking great. New studio space, yeah. We're it's uh it's it's not anywhere near done yet, but it's just we're gonna be just doing continuous upgrades to it. We did some soundproofing, which uh, I think makes a difference in the in the quality and uh, and yeah, we're just gonna keep upgrading things as we can here and there. Um, but this is actually the maiden voyage for this studio. I've done a bunch. This of, is y- yes, it is. Oh my gosh, I'm honored. Yeah, I did. Uh, one final episode at my old place before I moved here that I released in the bunker. And then, uh, I've just been like, you know, painting and ripping up floors and like yeah. doing all that kind of stuff. And, you know, on top of my full, full-time job. And, um, and I just recently in the last like two months really started working on the studio cause I need, I just felt I needed to get it up and running. And, uh, I've done a bunch of like test recordings and stuff and played around with things. Cause I was getting used to like a neighborhood and, you know, it's a duplex and there's, you know, there's a neighbor there who's. 98 percent of the time is like like a church mouse but once in a while is like a loud tv so i've been like testing out like so when he turns on something like i run upstairs and like turn everything on and record to see if like what gets picked up and what doesn't and (laughs) yeah i tested it with the shower like last weekend um but i haven't actually done a an actual episode yet so this is like that's exciting this is the maiden voyage for the bunker well i think we should try to uh just for the theme not freak out let's not during the thing i had my freak outs of the day (laughs) <laughs> yeah well, that's was, a, well, that kind of construction though has got like grave consequences if you mess up yeah it's kind of we were in the air you know on this it honestly it was not designed it was a cherry picker so we had the 16 foot beam that we raised up and then tried to put the legs in and attach it and as they get high up in the air they get kind of precarious we were within the weight limits had a 500 pound weight limit um, so we were good on that, but any, any shifting of this, this beam was just up in the, uh, up in the little carriage there. So yeah, we, we got through it, but I did almost break my own first rule of life. Don't freak out. <laughs> so, but I think that is actually a very good, uh, very good rule. Cause there are very few circumstances in which, freaking out and losing your mind helps with with that whatever it is typically yeah. and ultimately it's kind of funny uh we talked a couple uh, episodes ago about uh, you know gurus so i'm i'm bringing up some uh <laughs> some castaneda stuff a little bit but the uh, the petty tyrant the whole thing uh, yeah. and the idea that that the tyrant is the universe itself because you know at any moment like the sun could go supernova or whatever. There's not much you can do about it. So compared to that, yeah. even like, you know, Stalin is a petty tyrant, right? And when you start putting things in that perspective, and it's kind of a, a similar thing with the freaking out thing for me because, you know, I tell people, um, I actually, uh, you know, throughout, you know, through our whole thing with the Renaissance Fair and our various businesses, people... People like to worry a lot, you know? Mm, yeah. So I, uh, in our booth in Louisiana, I wrote on the wall for the benefit of, you know, a couple of our employees because they, they worry about stuff so much. And it, it actually is kind of funny. I think one of the things that I need to work on is not 
worrying so much. It's not so much worry as in getting uh, shut down by other people's worrying. Because I get very like, why are you worrying about this? This is not something you got to worry about. <laughs> but then that bugs me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I put up on the wall. Uh, this was a quote I heard before. It was a. Uh, it was it was Roger Awesome as my character in the Lords of Adventure, which we were doing down there. And so I put up on the wall of our booth, which is Dice Night Adventures, which is a uh, Renaissance Fair wide role playing game, basically. So I put up on the wall Roger Awesome's Rules of Life and Rule Number One. This is not actually my quote, but uh, I can't remember where it came from. But Rule Number One: Don't sweat the small stuff. Okay. Oh yeah. Rule Number Two: It's all small stuff. <laughs> and if you can't fight and you can't flee, flow. Mm. And then I added a third one as Roger Awesome, which was uh, always wear gold bond on festival days. Yeah. Chafing is real, man. So that uh, might be the most important of the three. But I put that up on the wall and like directly across from our one employee who likes to worry about absolutely everything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so... Same kind of situation. Don't nice. freak out. But it's true because everything in the scope of things, in the scope of the universe itself, it really is all small stuff. Even the stuff that we think is huge and devastating in our lives or whatever, you know. Um, yeah. In the long run. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be okay. Yeah. Because if, like, Yellowstone goes off... Um... There's gonna be a whole bunch of like big deal stuff that's gonna disappear real exactly, quick. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but even so, like, let's say, you know, I discover I've got I've got cancer or whatever, or like, you know, my heart is in imminent danger of collapse because I go to the thing or whatever. Like, yeah, that's that's okay. Like, you yeah. know, death, divorce, losing the job. Like, it's and it's really hard to say, and it sounds callous or whatever. But like, in the grand scheme of everything. You know, that's why Bob Ross can just be so happy all the time. Because he's like, dude, you got a happy tree in your world. Just put it there. Look at that little cloud. You know? <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, we had a, uh, my, let's see, great, great grandparents. They were on their way to see my Aunt Marion. So my great aunt. When she was just first born. And they were on their way to see her. Or they were on their way back. I don't know what it was. But they got hit by a train. So, like, if you go to... I think it's Jobstown where they're buried. Like, they both are, died on the same day in, you know. Um, it's kind of like an interesting story now for for the family. But, you know, think about the tragedy of that, you know, event. And it shaped everything like really shaped my aunt Marion's whole life because uh, hmm. my great grandmother really, you know, doted on her because like she lost her parents, you know, coming to see this, wow, this newborn, you know, um, and it really kind of shaped how, how she was in her life and how she was treated by everybody, you know, around her and stuff and her relationship with my grandfather. Um, she actually just passed away a couple of days ago, actually. Oh, wow. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, it happens. Hmm. Wow. But again, it's it's all small stuff. That doesn't mean it's not important or not cool. But, you know, yeah. it's just kind of part of this 
awesome unfolding story that is, you know, life living itself or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, man. Well. Yeah, that's true. It's amazing what like a little bit of time will do. If you look, you know, look at a even a horrible tragedy and then fast forward 10 years, 20 years. Yeah. Which is again in the in the lifespan of the earth like what's 20 years it's like a, yeah it's nothing i know i fall into that too like thinking about you know current like political situations and like things and just seeming like things are you know hopeless <laughs> you yeah. know yeah i'm like oh my god but it's you know compared to like a lot of stuff we've gone through it's pretty uh pretty light fare true very true yeah so that's my advice. Don't freak out. Although, actually, I was talking to Shelly about that uh, this morning because I was talking about you know doing a podcast and that's what I was thinking about talking about. And uh, she's like, I like to freak out. Like, someone's coming at me. I'm like, no, no, we're talking about two different things. <laughs> I don't mean, like, getting aggressive and, like, feisty or whatever. I mean, <laughs> when I say freak out, I mean, like, losing it and, like, not having a plan and just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So you got to define, I guess, what you're, uh, what you mean. When you say it, I'm listening to myself in this and seeing the pauses, and I want everybody to know I haven't started smoking weed since last week. <laughs> <laughs> since last we podcasted, it does feel kind of kind of zen, oh, like laid back. Don't freak out, man. Yeah. Just don't freak out, Brown. <laughs> yeah, I get I get I get red rage sometimes. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I'm not perfect either. Like, I almost freaked out today. I was up on the, you know, up on the lift. I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Coming down, you got to know your limits too, people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And everyone has their thing. Yeah. Like, there's probably plenty of people out there that would, you know, have been driving for, you know, decades. Just calmly drive. They never lost their shit. But, like. You get to the store and it's like busy or something or like yeah get, you know get into the mall full of people or something <laughs> people start losing it yeah you also have bad days i was that's <laughs> i did the uh i did the i did a couple of renaissance fairs in florida a couple times and i hate driving down there one thing we do in new jersey pretty well that i figured out in florida is we time our traffic lights pretty good mm. like if you're going down a highway and you're doing close to the speed limit. Once you get the green light, you're going to hit most of the green lights. Yeah. That is not the case in Deerfield Beach, Florida. Oh, no. Dude, every traffic light. There was a gym I used to like to go to called Punch Fitness. Punch Fitness. So they had uh, boxing rings and a lot of punching bags and stuff. Oh, it was nice. awesome. Favorite gym I've ever been to. It was about four miles from the, the site of the Renaissance Fair. And it took me 25 minutes to get there whoa every red light you'd hit everyone and you know everybody what do we know about florida who goes to live in florida mm, yeah yeah you got a lot of really old people in florida <laughs> yeah so <laughs> let alone you know you got people who are driving really slow but i would really need to punch stuff by the time i got to that gym <laughs> maybe that's why my 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 uh workouts there were so good <laughs> but yeah so 
Wow. Yeah. It's funny. That, that would drive me nuts. Yeah. And that's, uh, I think that, you know, it's, it's interesting. We talked about that, you know, in the, in the Gurus episode too. Like if you actually get to live in the presence of some of these, like Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee was awesome. But like a lot of cool stories I heard from uh, Guru Dan about <laughs> through, you know, my teacher or whatever, but you know, really awesome guy, really to me, one of the, one of the coolest philosophers of the, the 20th century, you know, bridging East and West. But yeah, some of the stuff, it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes easy to forget when you, when someone gets idolized that they're just, you know, they're just a person. Yeah. It's the problem with gurus. You know, everybody's just people. And when you put people on a pedestal like that, it's, it's crazy. But we all have bad days. We have good days. I'm driving in Florida. I probably failed to not freak out a couple times just you know <laughs> i try my best i try my best what you gonna do anyway yeah what are your thoughts on that brown but that's my that's that's basically my point you know like relax enjoy your life and i think that's kind of the message of most of the great enlightened thinkers out there the buddha jesus there's no wine dude there's more wine. It's cool. Relax. <laughs> um, don't worry so much. You know, like you're worried about you're worried about your sin and demons and all this kind of stuff. Don't worry about it. I got it. Just live your life. Um, you know, the Buddha, Lao Tzu. To me, it kind of all comes down to just just don't freak out. Just live your life. You know. Yeah, that's actually one of the things that a uh, our drill sergeant said in the basic training. And, uh, MP Another of the great philosophers. An MP school, yeah. Yeah. They used to say it all the time. We had two drill sergeants. Both of them were named Meyer, but it was spelled different. So it was like this, this weird, <laughs> this weird dichotomy between the two of them. Um, but, but yeah, the, the the taller one used to say all the time, just "Don't, just don't sweat the small stuff." He would say it all the time. Yeah. And I mean, I make you do a zillion push-ups. Yeah. It's is, is a good advice though. Yeah. It's sort of that when you realize you're going to die. You know. Mm. It's also sort of the message of a uh, of Fight Club. You know, once you're doing Fight Club for a while, it sort of turns the volume down on everything else in your life. You know. We're over there at the dojo like, you know, you're fighting, you got people trying to punch you in the face. Uh my jiu-jitsu professor I uh, used to say that too. He's like, you know what you're doing? Like you come in here and like you got people trying to choke you for like an hour a day. Like everything else after that, you know. And that's the thing I like about, you know, martial arts or whatever training too is you, you have to concede defeat repeatedly multiple times a day. It's very humbling, hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true. And it's also a really good... uh illustration of this you know thing we're talking about like you get choked out and you tap out and and that's you know then you you go again because it's not a big deal <laughs> when you lose even when you die we practice the art of dying my friend that's the whole warrior thing 
anyway, yeah. Don't sweat the small stuff, people. Yeah. It's Don't a, freak out. Yeah, when you said it's it's humbling, it's uh, it's like those moments, you know, it's either training or we're going through a traumatic event or whatever. Finding out you're dying, it's like that's like a, it's like a perspective check, and that's when it's just shoved in your face. Like, yeah, you've been worried about this stuff, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> none of this stuff matters. And that's also the thing too is like, hey, anybody listening, you, me, we are dying. Mm. Like we're dying. Yeah. That's the end. <laughs> that's the end. We all go the same way home. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's what's happening to us at the end. Except for this one lady I met in, uh, when I was teaching middle school in Jackson. She, like, she's not going to die. She's going to be transfigured by the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a really, there's really uh, not great part of me, but I really want to be there when she's dying. Mm. Like, hey, what happened? What happened? Anyway. <laughs> it's okay. I wouldn't want to miss it. Like, to me, like, yeah. that's the... That's the uh, <clears throat> it's weird... But I think for me, like I wanna I wanna do that well. Like I feel like a lot of and I don't think of this as a morbid sort of thing, but I feel like my whole life is is like preparation for like being there for that moment when you die. Right? And mm-hmm. like dying well is a thing. And I don't even know where I, I came up with that with, but that is sort of a thing for me. It's like I don't wanna I don't wanna miss it. I want you to sweep me up to like in some weird rapture thing. Like <laughs> that's sort of a human experience that we all get to share. And it feels a little, little cheapening of it. If you, if you miss it to me. Yeah, true. But, <laughs> but I'm, I'm weird in some ways. So, but yeah, I mean, I think we could do like final thoughts on this really, because I mean, I think that's the main. Yeah. Death is like the, you know, probably the well you could argue it's either the first or second most impactful thing you're ever gonna have happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> you <know>? yeah right <laughs> <laughs> you can do some great stuff and, or terrible stuff while you're alive but really it's like the beginning and the end is really where the yeah the book ends are you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not yeah i don't know it's like there was a quote uh i wrote i wrote a book called the same way home which is about you know dying and coming coming to terms with dying and all this kind of stuff and there's a quote in there from the uh from the buddha which is like you know everything that begins ends mm. and when you understand that everything will be well <laughs> right and that's the thing and i think we have a really hard time with that like we we talked about it too like from some funerals you know we've we've shared a lot of our lives together and yeah. just seeing people just freak out at funerals or yeah um like our relationship with death in the west is is pretty bad we try to pretend it doesn't happen yeah you know yeah i think it's 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 almost it's almost like our entire culture is about just distracting us from the the real shit you know yeah 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 so don't be distracted but i mean and then when you understand that and that's that's kind of the main main point to me about the whole like you know don't freak out thing like it's all small stuff you know it's all about living your life and realizing like you know you're gonna die you don't know when it's gonna be Mm. we don't this idea that it's a tragedy when somebody dies, you know, young, as we call it. Like, right? it's not. I mean, like, we don't, we're not owed anything by the universe. We're not owed 80 years or whatever. Like, whatever you get, you know, and somebody like, like Thoreau or Bruce Lee or whatever, like, they live more in 30, 40 years 
than most people who just, you know, live their lives of quiet desperation, <laughs> you know, and, and make it to 80, 90, like, and miserable in some job, they're sitting in a cubicle, they hate for, you know. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. every, every day, you know, number one, don't freak out. It's not that big a deal. And really, it's not that big a deal because, dude, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. we're all going to do it. And in a hundred years, the the train crash is an interesting story that we tell, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The horrible stuff is is you know it's just part of the story. It's like you think about all the genocides and all the like you know ecological disasters and tsunamis, like all this like hundreds thousands of people wiped out like instantly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they were like, some of them were on their way to work. Some of them were like, you know, just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> just poof. You know what I mean? And a lot of the horrible stuff we do to people, to each other, is because we're all freaking about, freaking out about some one thing or another. Yeah. Whether or not, like, you know, God, we're, oh my God, you're trying to take away this land that my God gave to me. Or, you know, you got the wrong religion. Or, you know, we have different political views or whatever. Like, that's a lot of freaking out. Yeah. Like, stop freaking out so much, people. Like, so many horrible things have been done in in the name of people freaking out because they're trying to either appease their God or worried about, you know, the wrong ethnic group or worried that, like, somebody of the wrong sex is thinking they might want to kiss you or something. <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. Like, how does this affect you? Like, stop freaking out, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's almost it it when you're so reactionary too, it's it's your way easier to control as well, for like those yeah you know because there's I mean let's let's face it there's you know like Rockefellers these people have been like funding both sides of wars for like ever you know what I mean and 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 cashing in on the fact that I can get you to react in this way freak out about this and and fight this person because oh they're different skin color than you or or because their god is you know better than your god or whatever you know it's you get you it whoa, makes whoa, whoa. you hey, hey, whoa, whoa. their their god is not better than my god. There's, well, we're, the, is... we're the chosen ones, obviously. <laughs> of but, course, perfect. But um, for the rest of the poor people, we mortals... Shouldn't. I don't um... think we're allowed to say that as, as, as white dudes. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> we shouldn't. Obviously, we're joking. Um, yeah. But yeah, but you, you, it, you allow that emotion to control you, and you become easier to control by anyone that would, yeah. that's trying to elicit that reaction from you. Mm-hmm. So... So... Yeah. You know, to hell with the man. Please. That's what I'm trying to say. Please. I want to just leave us with this. Don't freak out. It's okay. I really, uh, if you haven't heard it, listen to Bill Hicks Mm. talking about, you know, how life is just a ride. Because it's, it's amazing. That, that is an amazing philosophy. Like, just, it's just a ride. It's okay. Okay, Love me some Bill Hicks. Yeah. Great. (laughs) <laughs> great stuff such a such a good comedian because it's because there's so much of what he's talking about is like a real philosophical look at yeah just everyday mundane stupid crap you know mm-hmm. yeah please so I got two pieces of advice for you number one if you're listening to this right now don't freak out it's okay freaking out rarely helps except Shelly if you want to freak out the way you freak out that's cool because that's awesome. You can tear some eyes out if you have to or whatever. Different kind of freak out. I mean freaking out without a plan. 
Like, if freaking out is, like, your go-to, you know, that's your tactic, like, you just, wow, you know, and, like, coming at them from everywhere, that's mm. cool. That's different, but that's strategic, right? I'm talking about non-strategic freaking out, where you're just like, oh, my God, I don't know what's going on. It's horrible. I'm going to die. Yeah. Don't do that. And number two, <laughs> <laughs> number two, uh, look up Bill Hicks' Life's Just a Ride in Amusement Park and listen to it. And then listen to it again, and then maybe listen to it one more time, and let it sink in. And don't kill the people who uh, tell us that, point out the fact that life's just a ride. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was. Wait, wait, wait. What are you doing? Wait. Anyway, I'm T.J. Miller. This is Mike Brown. It's the path of action. I don't know what he's doing right now. Oh, are you playing it? I'm gonna. I might. Are we going to get a... Is this copyright infringement we're going to get sued? Uh, Let's just say, like, just play it. We'll just listen to it. Because I want to... There it is right there. Okay. And this is what we're going to leave you with, everybody. Everybody have a good nice night. Be nice to each other. This is a... Yeah, this is a two-minute clip. So Two-minute clip. We'll see you again. We'll try to do more regular. Absolutely. More from the bunker coming soon as well. Travel modern in the quietest oh, air... <laughs> freaking ads man. oh ads oh this isn't hey I, mike don't freak out it's just it's just an ad i forgot i don't have, i'm not signed in on here so i don't have my i have premium so i don't have ads anymore oh no i forgot that skip it skip it there we do go. it okay all right everybody have a great night is there a point to my act i would say there is i have to <laughs> the world is like a ride at an amusement park and when you choose to go on it you think it's real because that's how powerful our minds are and the ride goes up and down and round and round it has thrills and chills and it's very brightly colored and it's very loud and it's fun for a while some people have been on the ride for a long time and they begin to question is this real or is this just a ride and other people have remembered and they come back to us and they say hey don't worry don't be afraid ever because this is just a ride and we kill those people <laughs> shut him up we have a lot invested in this ride shut him up look at my furrows of worry look at my big bank account and my family this has to be real it's just a ride but we always kill those good guys who try and tell us that you ever notice that and let the demons run amok but it doesn't matter because it's just a ride and we can change it anytime we want. It's only a choice. No effort, no work, no job, no savings of money. A choice right now between fear and love. The eyes of fear want you to put bigger locks on your door, buy guns, close yourself off. The eyes of love instead see all of us as one. Here's what we can do to change the world right now to a better ride. Take all that money we spend on weapons and defense each year and instead spend it feeding, clothing, and educating the poor of the world, which it would many times over, not one human being excluded, and we can explore space together, both inner and outer, forever in peace.